Hello fellow travel lovers and welcome back to Aromatherapy, a travel podcast with the Frampton sisters. I'm Amanda. I'm Brienne. And this is our first episode. Welcome. Um, So this is just going to be an introductory episode where we talk about ourselves so you guys get to know us and we discuss our experience traveling and why we started the podcast. And we'll try not to be awkward. We'll try not to be awkward. (laughs) Bear with us. Um, (laughs) When we were recording the trailer, we could not stop laughing for 10 minutes. (laughs) And um, yeah. So far, this has been an easier experience for us. We'll see. We haven't laughed yet, <laughs> but we'll try to make this interesting and fun um, during this journey. Awesome. So <laughs> let's talk about... <laughs> totally. So uh, we wanted to tell you guys about the name of the podcast. It's pretty self-explanatory, I'm sure. and It is intentionally misspelled. Yes, you see that it's misspelled, and that's on purpose. And what's really cool is we've talked about this podcast, starting it for over a year now, I guess. And we, when we started discussing the name of the podcast, we wanted it to be cute and catchy um, but we had, I don't think we had any idea like what to really call it at first. And this just sort of came. Yeah. You came up with it and it's been one of you. It's probably your best idea. And then we forgot you forgot about had, everything else. Yeah. Like nothing else mattered after this just popped. I, were we even in the same place? Did no, I, just texted you? I remember I was in Germany and you had texted me about it and originally you had texted me. Aromatherapy, like how it's normally spelled, but you were like aroma a therapy, like roaming, and I was like, what if we like misspell it on purpose? On purpose, and that's just how it came to be. And I think we yes. were more excited about the name <laughs> of the podcast than actually doing the podcast itself. I think um, we were just really excited that we came up with something so a little clever. Bit clever. <laughs> yeah, like because just... we're not very creative people. <laughs> And, um, th- so we were just super excited, but yes, a Rome, a therapy. Yeah. So it was supposed to be about, we wanted, we wanted to focus on travel and, uh, how it can be therapeutic and you can reap so many rewards from traveling, uh, mental and emotional health. And I mean, how many movies and, and books and stuff have come out about people who, go on these adventures and trips after going through something very traumatic like a loss of a loved one or after a divorce or during a career change or just something in your life that has really made you sometimes you need to get out of your box you need to get out of your daily routine like there's a whole quote about that like how routine is lethal like if Mm. you if you think adventure is scary try routine but anyway so that's what it was supposed to be about and we just um we both have so much experience traveling and obviously there are people decent like yeah there are people who have been normal I guess (laughs) yeah there are definitely people who have way more experience than we do but um we've both done some solo traveling and um I remember just traveling around Europe thinking about how like just being by yourself in a, like a foreign city is with so much history and it's I remember thinking how therapeutic it was and yeah it can it can be very cathartic and and sort of like eye-opening to be in a country if you're in a country all by yourself and you don't speak that language mm-hmm. You're surrounded by people who might speak a little bit of English, but not really. And you yeah. feel kind of alone, but but also it's you're very in a crowd vulnerable. at the same time. Yeah, it, it's absolutely. a very vulnerable um, situation to be in. In the best way. In the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually, like you said, really cathartic. And um, we just believe that it has so many benefits, so many health benefits physically. I mean, you're walking around huge cities and I mean they're all cobblestone they're all hilly 
Um, I can't tell you how many shin splints I've gotten from <laughs> traveling and walking on those cobblestone streets oh and with shoes with no support. But like that aside, I, I mean, there's so many like just health benefits. They place some places eat healthier and you know, the Mediterranean diet doesn't have any processed food. It's just like physically so it can be so healthy. Men- and emotionally, sitting in a cathedral, like we were talking oh my about gosh. this the other day, sitting in a cathedral all by yourself, listening to these like ancient pipe organs, mm-hmm. um, or listening to, I've been in some before that have had like uh, choirs singing, singing yeah. and it's, and you just soak that up. And so I, we just think that that's so special. And that's basically the reason why we wanted to talk about this. People ask us a lot about different places we've been and our favorite places and um or some advice if they're going somewhere that we've been before and so that was one of the reasons that we wanted to start the podcast and we wanted to create sort of a positive uplifting Mm -hmm. space where people could come and this is this is supposed to be therapeutic for and maybe yeah definitely and maybe this is like the one thing people look forward to each week, not to like, <laughs> that we're sounds we're like, not that important. Yeah, like but, that sounds really egotistical. But we might be one of the things. Yeah, that like life is hard. Because this might just be the one little ray of happiness. <laughs> but as cheesy as that <laughs> sounds, but you know, like we, we just want it to be so positive and um, that is what we are all about. We also believe that travel is very mentally healthy as well yeah um so we want to convey that in this podcast so that um I think we should say that we're also not licensed therapists um million percent like not even close we called ourselves therapists in the trailer but obviously that just went along with the it's like a role name yeah so we're not there character we're not therapists we're not mental health counselors um by any means uh, we are therapists in the sense that your friend is your therapist or your mom is your therapist. Yes. We are here to have a healthy discussion with each other and with you guys. And if you feel like we can be your therapist to go to, go for it. Yes, um, 20 million percent. And that's that's um, something that was really important to us was so this is supposed to be like really comfortable and we were hoping that this podcast would be something that you will look forward to every week and maybe you're sitting down and just having a latte and cuddling your fur baby and just having like some time to yourself or maybe you listen to it like in the morning while you're getting ready for work or on your way to work or Mm -hmm. whatever but we just hope that it that it becomes a fun part of your routine and that you enjoy listening to it and we really look forward to the feedback that you guys provide us with definitely um, but I guess we can tell you like where we're based out of I feel like most of you probably know that we're from Florida and born and raised born and raised we're like unicorns and <laughs> but it's it's a small community and everyone knows everyone yeah we we had an amazing childhood and and we were so incredibly blessed to be raised here I want Mm -hmm. that on the record yeah 100% we I am so grateful that we were raised where we were we make fun of it a lot but you know this is our home it's just like family members like I can't we can make fun of each other but other people can't make fun of us totally so it's just one of those things Mm -hmm. but we grew up Traveling, just, I feel like what normal young families do, going to the beach for a week, um, going up to the mountains for a week, that sort of stuff. But my first travel experience that was like a real big trip, like outside of the continental U.S. was a Bahamas cruise, mm-hmm. I guess. Bahamas. Yeah, that was my When too. I was 12, you were 7. And... Went on a ship. We just like opened our eyes to the world of cruising, and that has been like one of our family's favorite trips to take. It's easy, mm-hmm. all inclusive. There's a lot to offer, 
and there's a little something for everybody, no matter how active you want to be or lazy or do you want to relax that day or do you, or, you know, go rock climbing. I mean, there's so many different things to do. So cruises were sort of the first big trips that we took. Mm-hmm. And then when, uh, when I graduated high school, moved away and I was based out of Orlando for like a really long time and was so fortunate to be able to work in four different states and live in a foreign country for a short time. And um, mainly our travel experience has been the U.S. and the Caribbean a lot because of cruising. And just um, so close to us and so easy and cheap. It's just right there. Yeah. It's right there. So we'll talk about the Caribbean probably a lot. Maybe not cruising quite yet. <laughs> Um, the cruise we'll reminisce industry. about well, our yeah, it'll, it'll come up in conversation yeah. uh but a lot of a lot of europe yeah is more so that's most of our um experience i think yeah my first if you don't count the caribbean which those some of that is foreign yeah it's it's foreign countries uh countries. other than that europe is is mainly where we've traveled mm-hmm so, and we really love it over there. There wasn't, there. I don't think there's a whole lot of places that we've been in Europe that we don't absolutely adore. Mm-hmm. Our last big trip was in December of 2018. We did London last year. Yeah, we did London It was a July. little trip. Yeah, it was just a week. It was we a, had a lot going on last year. An impromptu, <laughs> very last minute <laughs> for last you. Minute, unplanned, uh trip but still we we just have we have fun no matter where we go so oh, we, we, oh yeah, yeah that was our that was my last our last trip. international trip and then we went and visited you mm-hmm. in vegas which was our last like domestic trip i mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. Um, yeah and then you moved back to the states i moved back to the east coast and here we are what about your travels um yeah like she said well i'm brianne and we grew up in North Florida. I mean, we had the same childhood, so <laughs> we did lots of traveling. Um, our parents really tried to um, make us, not make us, but um, and support us in traveling mm-hmm. instead of, like, material possessions. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there was a Christmas one year where our mom and dad, like, sat us down and asked us, would you guys rather have presents or do you want to take like one trip a year? And we were Mm -hmm. like, we definitely want to take one trip a year. Yeah. And, um, so they would just get us like one or two little things for Christmas. And then we would take this big, um, yearly family trip. And, um, but before that we did the beach, we went to Disney world, super easy. We had annual passes, uh, to universal as well. Lots of theme parking. Yeah. Um, I think our parents love theme parks even more than, than we, we did, than yeah, we did. <laughs> maybe. I mean, we have lots pretty of stories about. Yeah, <laughs> probably because it's just one of those things that because we grew up here and it's so readily available and it's so normal. Yeah, to go, but our parents didn't grow up in Florida. So. No, they didn't. Um, it, but it's just part of the Florida culture mm-hmm. is theme parks. So, um, every Floridian child. <laughs> Their their childhood is Disney and Universal. Totally. I think um, it's just a easy place to entertain children. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, but yeah, beaches. Uh, when we started taking the big trip once a year, um, we started going to the mountains. The Smoky Mountains aren't too far, and cruises. That was also my first big international, <laughs> quote unquote international. Big international yeah. um, but. For a seven-year-old, it's a pretty big... basically Florida. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and it was just like a four-night thing. It wasn't even like a week-long cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we did... <laughs> I heard that! Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe we can edit that out. We will. Okay. Um, mm. I lost my train of thought. Oh, um, other than that, I moved to Germany for a year. Um, no big deal. No big deal. Just a cash, <laughs> just a casual little impromptu German yeah. trip. Um, yeah, when I graduated college, I did not feel ready to join the workforce, and I was already burnt out and tired, and 
I was barely 23 years old at the time, and I just thought, it's now or never. Like, mm-hmm. it l- literally is now or never. And, um, yeah, I, I decided to become an au pair, and I uh, found a great host family who I'm still very close with, and they're probably listening. So, hi. Love you guys. Please. Love you and miss you so much. Um, and, yeah, I did so much traveling that year. Um, and we'll do future episodes about being an au pair and like my side of it, your side of it, like Mm -hmm. what it's like to have a family member living abroad, I guess. Um, and all the places I visited, I was very fortunate to travel to 13 countries while I lived in Germany. And yeah, so I've been back since July. July. It's almost been a year. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, that is crazy. Yeah. So that was my last, yeah, our last international trip was London on my way back, Mm -hmm. um, to the States and you met me very impromptuly Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, um, that was like such a short, like a criminally short international (laughs) trip. Yeah. I literally like told her what my plan was instead of flying out of somewhere in Germany where it was going to be really expensive. It was cheaper for me to take a train from Germany to London and fly out of London and fly out of London than it was to just like take a flight out of Germany. So I was going to spend three, four days there and I told you, and then like the next day (laughs) I jokingly said, you should like come, come meet me. And I can't joke about stuff. No, absolutely not. But I, yeah, I jokingly said, come meet me. We'll spend a few days in London Literally the next day, you sent me a screenshot of your <laughs> flight confirmation, <laughs> and we yeah. did it. I, uh, we, we did the thing. We did the thing that we wanted to do, because, like, we, you know, we're young enough and don't have family, like, we don't have our own Kids families, yeah. we don't have children or husbands or anything, and we're just young professional young spinsters young very yeah young spinsters um old souls who like this is our thing this and it has for many many years and so we we, it's just not our parent I'll just put it this way like our parents weren't shocked at all Mm -mm. when you said I'm going to fly out of London, so I'm going to spend a couple of days there. And you were looking at hostels and stuff, and I'm not a hostel person. So I said, uh, I'll just go meet you for a few days. We'll get a real hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can fly back to Florida, and I'll fly back to Vegas. And that's what we did. So, And then, I mean, when I got back to Florida in January, and we were talking, I think in February or March, about taking a cruise for your birthday, mm-hmm. uh, like the first week of May, it obviously got canceled, but we, we booked it that same day that yeah. we talked about it. We found a really, I found a great deal on a Caribbean cruise that went to four ports that we hadn't been to mm-hmm. before, which is hard to find now. Yeah. And so we snatched it. It was an awesome deal and we, oh my we booked it that day. It was it was, we were so excited. It was a steal. It was, yeah, it was like highway robbery. Yeah. <laughs> International waters ro- robbery, oh my gosh. I guess. But it was such a good deal, and we booked it that day, and that's just sort of something. We don't have a lot of expensive hobbies outside of traveling, mm-hmm. so. But that's just who we are. I mean, we've always been that way. I remember um, a really long time ago when you we were living together in Orlando, and I was just like, do you want to go to Savannah this weekend? And we just booked a hotel. We packed up the dog and we just went to Savannah for like three nights just because. And like, that's just who we are. I mean, I think me going to Germany, of course, I spent a lot of time like thinking about it and weighing the pros and cons and like what's going to happen. I mean, I spent time thinking about that, but it was also very sudden. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, our parents were not phased by it one bit. They and we, I, it, it needs to be said, our parents are so almost like crazy supportive. Yeah, 
They have never been naysayers. They've never thought like, oh, is that a good idea? Are you sure? Like, and that go that not just for travel, that goes for everything mm-hmm. growing up. I mean, I would come home, I just personally, I remember, I just always had like these random little extracurricular activities or mm-hmm. pageants or dance classes or whatever that I wanted to do. And I'd come home and tell my mom and she'd be like, okay. We're gonna make it happen. Yeah, and nothing. Like, none what, of that. What do you need help with? Yeah, yeah. What do you need? Yeah, what do you need me to do? And they've been the same way in our adult lives because it's gotten even crazier <laughs> <laughs> and international. <laughs> it's not just like a local no. dance class or something. Because now we're we have like the craziest ideas, and we're like, well, now this is what we want to do, and they're like, okay, let's do yeah. it. Yeah, when we talked about doing this podcast, they were like, okay, that's a great idea. That yeah. sounds perfect. You guys would would have so much fun doing that, and so so it had to be said that our parents yes. have always been very supportive, sure. and when Brianne came out and said that she wanted to take a gap year and go be an au pair in Germany, all of us were like, absolutely. Yeah. You, ab- you will regret it. if Now that you have that that now that you've planted that seed in your mind, if mm-hmm. you don't do it, you'll always sit there and think right. that you'll be 50 years old and go, what if I would have done, I should have done that. And like now that I've done it and it's been a year since I've done it and I've had time to like soak it up and really like think about what happened. If I hadn't have done it, I, I would have regretted it for the rest of my life. You would it, have thought about it every single it, day. Yeah, for sure. It was the best decision of my life and the best year of my life. And I'm very grateful for it. And of course, we'll go into more detail about it like in the yeah. future. But yeah, I just, um, our, our parents are very supportive and our very parents, loving. They're we're awesome. very Yeah, we're very blessed and fortunate to have yeah, a support so, system. All that being said, we sort of wanted to do as part of the introductory podcast in our Mm -hmm. first episode, just so you know who you're listening to a little bit and uh, have have an idea of who we are and the the kind of travel that we've done and the places that we've been and the the memories and experiences that we've had. We wanted to kind of share that with you, but in the form of a question and answer. Yes, like an interview, like we're going to interview each other. But then um, both probably answer. Yeah, we're both going to answer just so um, you guys get to know us more and like what yeah. our like travel inspirations are and mm-hmm. like what what kind of traveler like we are. And um, some of it's like planned out, but some of mine aren't. I, I mine are very like, um, <laughs> they all have answers, but it's very vague so that yeah. like I can go into uh more detail for sure okay so okay let's do it which one which question did you want to start with um well do you just want to do the basic like what's your all-time favorite destination and what did you love about it like that yeah okay you go first wait mine are all mixed up yeah I don't think ours are in the same order but we'll figure it out well I did like a top three favorite oh I did too okay yeah yeah do you want to do that yeah let's just do that and then say why. Mm-hmm. Me go? Yeah, you go. Okay, so top three favorite, I said city, state, or country. Um, and I have three very different places. Mine are kind of different. I have a kind of obvious one, <laughs> a not obvious one at all, and those are both international, and then I have a domestic. Okay, mine are all international, but you go. Cute. Okay, so I'm going to start with domestic because I'm, like, super passionate and annoying about it. I feel like I know what it's going to be. What is it going to be? Is it going to be Tahoe? No, but (gasps) Tahoe is like in the answers somewhere. But no, 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 no. Just like not want a place that I've been to. You mean like in Florida? No. Oh, okay. Then I don't know. Just go. Alaska. Um. I am super annoying and in love with Alaska mm -hmm. and I'm kind of like the president of the Alaska (laughs) fan club. Just the whole state. And at first I chose like one or two cities and I thought, no, 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 no. Because everywhere you go is beautiful up there. Y'all need to go to every single one of you. You have to go to Alaska. Make time. uh, Do the cruise, okay? Like that's cool. But also you need to go up in the interior and you need to to get like visit these towns. Because there is something, I've said it to every single person and I'll I'll say it until I die. There is something so special about Alaska um, and... It doesn't feel like it's part of the planet. (laughs) 
The mountains are so big. The wildlife is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just beautiful up there. There's just something very, very special about Alaska. So that's my first one. Second one, obvious place, Paris. I'm obsessed with Paris. It was not, to me, it was not overrated one bit. What? My stomach growled. Sorry. I'm hungry, too. I just hope it didn't catch on the microphone. (laughs) All the, their stomachs growl, too. It's fine. But, um, is it because I said Paris and you really want a crepe? Oh, no. (laughs) But now I really want Paris smells like butter. One million percent. I want a cheese crepe so Everywhere. Everywhere you go. Oh, my gosh. In Paris, it's just... And the little crepe carts are literally on every corner. Paris was beautiful. All of the... All of the... Your top places to visit and stuff. Magical. Um, Love Paris. And then my third wild card is Carlovivari. Which is... a, a, A small... A city is a strong word. It's, I guess, a town... I think it's about two hours by bus outside of Prague... And it was in that movie with Queen Latifah where she, like, thinks she's going to die. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And was she last takes Christmas? herself on, like, a, I thought it was, like, something holiday. I don't know. Like, last holiday. The last it, holiday? The last something. Something like that. Yeah. And that, so that city and that big, beautiful hotel that she stays in, that is Carlo Viveri. And it is built on, like, a min- mineral Mm-hmm. spring or something and I bought us these little uh, I don't even know what you call it like a tiny little pitcher it looks like a tiny little teapot it's a little baby vessel and <laughs> they have these they have these uh mineral springs that you that are popped up all over the town and you just take it and hold it under and the water mm-hmm. um and you like drink the water yeah and it wasn't all delicious but it was <laughs> such a cool place so beautiful there I went with my friends Lena and Brian who I met in my TEFL class in Prague. Hey, guys. And we had so much fun, and they also have these big, uh, what are they called, wafer things? Mm-hmm. All different, all different, like, flavors of wafers, and they were really good and, like, warm, and those are my three places. Okay, those are all good. Um, I've only been to one of those places, Paris, but I was there for 12 hours. I'm still bitter about it. It was a day trip. Not long enough. That is, no, 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 not at all. Um, but my top three, um, again, are all international. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually, like, bundled two together because mm-hmm. they're kind of the same. Um, so my first one is Hallstatt in Austria. Mm. Um, I was very fortunate enough when I was an au pair living in Germany to take these little day trips. And um, they were for, like, students and young professionals. It was, like, 18 to 30 um, year olds and it was most of it was like an overnight bus type situation which very uncomfortable but you don't even it's it's worth it you don't even <laughs> think about it travel isn't always comfortable it's not glamorous Something that we learned at all travel is not glamorous Instagram pictures like we all <laughs> see um Hasha Austria it's a beautiful small town um one street <laughs> I wouldn't even call it a main street because, um, cars, I don't, well, yeah, cars did drive on it, but, um, very small. It's on the Hallstatt, uh, lake and in the, like, upper, I don't know if it's the upper, like, Austrian Alps or whatever, but it's in a mountain range. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful, right on the water, crystal blue water, gorgeous, quietest place I think I've ever been. In my life, I have a video of just birds chirping, and it's so beautiful. Anyway, we'll put that up on the on the Facebook page. That's actually on our Facebook page. It's our cover photo. Oh, <laughs> that's all shot. That's from um, if you like walk down that main street, like a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you have another video with birds chirping. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll put the birds chirping. Yeah, yeah. I love um, that stuff. Yes, our um, cover photo is a Paul shot. It's that famous picture you see everywhere. Um, second is Bruges and Ghent mm-hmm. in Belgium. I was, again, fortunate enough to spend two and a half weeks traveling Belgium. Just a casual two-week <laughs> Belgian trip. Well, my host family, um, so I was with one host family, long story short, and then I had to switch to another host family. But when I got to the new host family, they had already had a two and a half week vacation planned. And my host mom was like, just take that time, go do whatever, travel, travel see the world. I was like, great. So I decided to 
um, take two and a half weeks in Belgium because we lived super close to um, the Belgian border and it was just really easy and cheap. So um, I like grouped Bruges and Ghent together because they're both just beautiful medieval towns. Bruges is like a fairy tale village stuck in time and (laughs) it's so magical and they call it the Venice of the North because there's so many canals and it's the swan. I could go on and on. Anyways, third place is Pompeii. Yes. I, it was such an emotional feeling for me going to Pompeii. There is so much energy in Pompeii and the streets are just, it is, it's insane. It's insane that that was, a real place. It's crazy because I remember, like, you learn about Pompeii in school mm-hmm. and... And, like, history. Yeah, and you think it's just this, like, two streets, a few Oh, my buildings. God, it was massive. It was a huge city and just... Co- and it's they're still uncovering things and it's crazy. Yeah. But that they, was... That was... And we're, we were able to go into some buildings and some houses and... Bathhouses. Bathhouses, yeah. Um, little, what they would have called, I guess, like, restaurants. Mm-hmm. Bakeries. You could still see, like, where the stoves were and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'll agree. That was mm-hmm. a good one. Awesome. Okay, let's do, um, best food. Ooh, let me find the answer to that. Okay, I'll go while you look. So, oh, I found it. Go. best food, hands down, is in Prague. Prague is actually one of mine, yes. Is, oh, did I, you do more than one? I just did one. No, I did Prague, two. specifically goulash. It is okay. so, like, yeah. filling and warm, and goulash is basically, um, like, a meat, a, a beef-ish meat <laughs> with, with potatoes and stuff. It's just so filling and warm. It feels like uh, it's. it was every single goulash that I had just felt like, I guess a Czech version of comfort food mm-hmm. or something. So good. And then the other one, I, I'm not even going to try and pronounce it, but it's basically fried cheese. With yes, potatoes. that was one of mine too. <laughs> Schmazini sheer or something I, like that. It I just put so the fried cheese good. in Prague. The best. The best. That's mine. Yeah. So the fried cheese is one of mine. I remember um, I got to spend a few days in Prague and I think it was like my last full day there. I was like, I'm going to treat myself to a sit-down dinner, and I found a really cute restaurant that had an outdoor seating area, and um, I went and sat and ate by myself, and um, they had, very thankfully, they had a menu that was in both Czech and English, and I saw fried cheese right away. Fried Mm -hmm. cheese and potatoes, the best. The best. I didn't think it was going to be what it is, what it was, and it was, like, basically a really huge mozzarella stick. It's, like, the size of a hamburger patty, but just fried cheese with a side of potatoes. Like, God bless the Czechs for coming up with a meal that is literally just fried cheese and potatoes. And and french fries. Sometimes what I got was, was what was essentially what we would refer to as, like, a huge mozzarella stick and french fries. Yeah. I mean, exactly. no, no nutrition whatsoever. There was so zero nutritional value, so but that's not why you eat that. No, and then I had a glass it's of wine with it. Delicious, so. yes. Um, but my other thing is, um, it's just street food in Germany all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. Currywurst, um, <sighs> which we had that in Frankfurt, right? So I, much. I got it like so every much. time I went out. I And I'm not even a fan of curry, but it's a curry-flavored ketchup. Mm-hmm. with delish sausage and it like I I miss it so much it's like a hot dog but so much better it's so it's yeah I wouldn't even compare it to a hot dog on it's a like, small not even a bun on like a small baguette with yeah a, with a nice big uh, oh yeah eating <clears throat> eating the currywurst and and the glühwein at the oh Christmas markets is probably yeah that was amazing food. Okay, that's good. Um, next question: Should we do uh, what is the most underwhelming yes, place you and first. the most overwhelming? <laughs> Should we do both at the same time? 
This just reminded me of in 10 Things I Hate About You. And she's like, I know you can be underwhelmed. And I know you can be overwhelmed. But can you ever just be whelmed? <laughs> yes. Um, uh, most underwhelming. Go ahead. Um, I chose, and this is no disrespect, but just throwing that out there because it is kind of a negative connotation. But um, I put couture in Montenegro. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful, beautiful. I think it was the time of year that we went, though. I I think that had something to do with it. I didn't mind Kotor in so Kotor is was a walled city. I think mm-hmm. it was I'd have to double check this, but I think it's like a medieval yeah, walled city. It's very Game of Thrones. Yes. Like it's beautiful. A Knight's Tale looking. It is there, my, I just said it was underwhelming because there wasn't a whole lot to do there. Not a whole lot there. There was a lot that they wanted you to, like, take a day trip yeah. and go elsewhere. But but it was um, also the middle of December when we went. It was really cold. It was rainy. cold, a little bit gloomy, a little yeah. bit overcast. Um, but I, I think that the walled part, the old city was really cool outside of it was very touristy mm-hmm. and annoying and reminded me a lot of like Nassau yeah um with people just like begging you to buy stuff from them and that that annoys me but the inside of the walled city was cute lots of cats there's lots like this cats. whole thing about the cats of KOTOR mm-hmm. and they're asleep everywhere um they're so in and cute. out of stores in and out they'll of come up to you yeah they they're not. They're kind of like the squirrels at theme parks. Like they yeah. know you're there. They know you have food, and um, but I I feel that I was. Mm-hmm. We didn't spend a lot of time there, and it rained. It rains like the whole time, and it was the, just cold. Yeah. So we went back to the to the ship and had some. I also put the Canary Islands just because it was mm. it was just underwhelming. It wasn't what you expected. Yeah. I still beautiful, just underwhelming. And. We wholeheartedly believe, like, everywhere is beautiful in its own yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sometimes. But not every destination is for every traveler. Absolutely. And I feel like sometimes you go to a place and you sort of weren't meant to be there at that time. Yeah, kind oh, of like for sure. When you open up a book oh and my you God, start yes. to read it and you're like, I am supposed to love this series or I am supposed to love this author mm-hmm. or, you know, the description of this book sounded exactly like something that I was supposed to love. But at that point in time, that wasn't really like what you were meant to be reading. So you mm-hmm. put it down and then you try it a few months later and then you love it. 1,000% So, so it could be like that too. But I put most underwhelming, you probably know. London? Yeah. Yeah. I was not crazy about London. I thought it was super, it's huge, it's busy, everything, all of the points of interest that you want to go to felt very spread out. The traffic is terrible. It's expensive. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought London was super expensive. So, again, I don't hate London. I -hmm. just think that... I need to go back. It's funny later. that you said London was your underwhelming because I said London was my overwhelming, but for the same reasons. But I, I wasn't thinking of it in like overwhelming in the sense of like overwhelmingly love it. I was thinking overwhelming like there's so much going on. It's a lot. It's so loud and like again beautiful. I love the culture of London. The people of London were so nice. Everybody was very cool to us. Yeah. Super helpful. It was just, like, a lot was going on. There was a lot of sounds. There was a lot of, like, visually there was so much going on. So that's why I said it was my overwhelming, Mm -hmm. just because... And the history of London is too cool. Yeah. We we stayed right behind the Tower of London. Mm -hmm. We saw um, the bridge... The... Is it Tower Bridge? Yeah. Every single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, passed by the globe. We didn't get to get to go inside the globe. Um, well, we took the red bus around, and we were able to hop on and off, right? Didn't we do that? I don't remember. That bus was really confusing. I think we um, did. We got to go to Hyde Park, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to Buckingham Palace. Like, there was some really, really cool stuff that we did there, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. It just it wasn't meant to be at that time, so that was that's my 
It was also in the middle of summer, so it was just really busy. The weather was beautiful. That is so true. Mm-hmm. So maybe if we I go, like, think about that during the, right now. Yeah, if we go during the off-season, maybe. Kids I are just, in school. I and... just remember us sitting, because we, we did take some kind of bus, and we sat on the top, mm-hmm. and we were stuck in traffic. Yeah, and like, not moving. Not moving. And we were like, should we just get off the next stop and right. walk? Because, it, like, there was just... We literally weren't moving. Right. So that, so I remember that was sitting, frustrating Yeah, I remember me. sitting there and it was just like a lot. Okay, what next? Let's do like an emotional travel story. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? No, you go first. You're okay. really good. Uh, yeah. So when I was traveling in Belgium um, and I was in Bruges, uh, there is this tiny, tiny church classified as a I think a minor basilica it's called the basilica of the precious blood or the holy blood um whatever translation you look into um from the outside it doesn't look like a whole lot it's um it's in like this smaller square that's close to the main square um it kind of looks like a (laughs) a shopping center there's like an outside cafe and like a chocolate shop right there and then this thing this little basilica is in the corner and um, I wanted to go because everybody says it's it's very powerful to go. There's um, a soak they they call it the relic um, that's said to be a little cloth. It's not said to be. I mean, it's there. I've seen it. <laughs> it's a little cloth that's covered in blood, and it's supposed to be the blood of Jesus from the night that he was crucified. And um, it's just in this little glass vial, this little container. And somebody's around watching it like a clergyman is overlooking it. And um, you can go in. It's it's free. But, they like, everywhere it's free, but they ask for a donation. And I remember I wasn't going to go up to it because it's on this little, like, podium. I was just going to sit in the little chapel area and just kind of take it in. Because that was one of my favorite things to do in Europe was just go into the, the cathedrals and just sit there. Mm-hmm. And observe and, and watch. Yeah. And um, I was just going to sit there and see what was going on. And I ended up going to look at it. And once I was done, like, the clergyman said a little prayer with me. And I gave them a donation. I said, thank you. And I went and sat back down. And I remember I was just so overcome with emotion. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Um but yeah, I just started crying, like silently crying in the middle of this very little uh, cathedral. And um, it was so beautiful. I don't know why I was crying. I can't tell you. There was no reason. Um, but it was like somebody turned on a, a faucet and it just didn't turn off for like 10 minutes. I was just sitting there. And then I just started laughing because I'm crying (laughs) in the middle of this foreign country. And like people are probably watching me. Um, But yeah, I was just so overcome with emotions and tears. Well, and we were talking about this the other day. When you sit in these, these hundreds of years old cathedrals and basilicas and stuff, and you just think about... All of the things that have happened there, how many mm-hmm. births or have been celebrated or deaths, mourned, um, weddings, weddings, so many things, so many different things that that bring out so much emotion. And I think anybody who believes in an afterlife of any sort would agree that places like that just really hold that energy. It mm-hmm. doesn't. Some of it stays there. For sure. And um, so to sit to sit in a pew in one of these places and look around at a lot of them have like really beautiful art or sculptures um, or those those things with the stairs like where the priest would go or whatever. Um, you you just sort of sit there and think about like all of the different emotions and how many people have cried or, mm-hmm. or laughed or sang or whatever in, in that building. So I just, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, I think the most emotional I had ever been, there was a place that I really wanted to go that I remember seeing 
on the travel channel like many moons ago. I was homeschooled in seventh grade because I <laughs> <laughs> because I was a sickly child. And so I watched a lot of Travel Channel. I mm-hmm. watched Travel Channel like every day. That because during the day, um, TV kind of sucks. And so that was I watched a lot of like Samantha Brown and um, food shows and stuff. And I remember somebody going to this place. And when I was younger, I didn't really know where it was. But then when I was in Prague for two months, I really, really wanted to go. And it is the Bone Church in oh, Kutnahora. so beautiful. Oh, my God. I wanted to go there so bad. And I went, that was a solo trip. On top, it was like a side solo trip as part of a bigger solo trip. Yeah. <laughs> and went there for the day. And the Bone Church is, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's so, this, this little church is so tiny and... It's surrounded by a a cemetery. Mm -hmm. And then, but underneath in, in this underground basement type Mm -hmm. thing is the Sedlec ossuary Mm -hmm. is how I think you describe it. And I'm like reading part of this because I don't want to get it wrong because it's been like three years since I was there. But basically, um, it was built, I think in the 1400s hundreds yeah um yeah around 1400 the church was built in the middle of the cemetery that contained a lot of um the victims of the black death Mm -hmm. and so they fill up the cemetery and they have nowhere else to put all of these other bodies and so they start exhuming all of these skeletons they have nowhere to put them and so they take all of these bones and they it is estimated that there are there are the skeletons of between 40 and 70,000 people like tens of thousands of human beings and their bones are like decorated mm-hmm. into this church like skulls and femurs they and make just, like, like chandeliers out of it there's chandel- I have photos of yeah like they decorate it's it's decorated for lack of a better word um with all of these bones from human beings and it is so beautiful in like the most morbid way (laughs) Mm -hmm. but there is something about that space there is like a lot of energy there and you look into these skulls and it's like the eye sockets of a human being who lived like almost I mean just like hundreds of years ago Mm -hmm. it's just crazy to think about so I had wanted to go there for so long and I'm always afraid with places that I really really want to visit that when I finally go I'll be, like, um, disappointed. It it won't quite look, it won't be as big as I thought, or it won't look how I thought. It won't be as clean, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. This place did not disappoint. I thought it was so interesting. And I just remember sort of standing there and being very, like, I don't know. Verklempt? Yeah, verklempt is a good one, but clumped. I just felt it was very emotional and it was a lot to take in and you just look around and think like what these people went through and did they did they suffer how sick were they how old were they like just all these things and and it just really makes you like grateful for your your life Mm -hmm. (laughs) and your the way that you live so really loved it there yeah so we'll just we'll wrap up the Q&A for this episode um just because we don't want to <laughs> we didn't expect to talk this long honestly like um, not at all but we can do a part two of q a during our next episode and yeah. our next episode we want to talk about wellness tourism mm-hmm. and um like go into detail about the physical mental spiritual health benefits of travel mm-hmm. and um how it can benefit us in our daily life so Maybe at the end of the next that episode, we can go into 
uh, more questions. Just mm-hmm. like I think the first few episodes, we can do a few questions at the end, just so yeah, um, everybody gets to know us a little bit better. But um, yeah, I hope this was in somewhat entertaining first episode <laughs> introducing ourselves um we didn't even scratch the surface of our travel experience and um once again we're just so excited to finally start this podcast after talking about it for over a year and wanting to do it for so long yeah and to everybody who we had mentioned this I think I made a Facebook post a month or two ago Mm -hmm. about this like during the the thick of the lockdown and we were just sitting around our parents house doing a lot of home improvement stuff but also just trying to think of other stuff to do And I remember us saying, like, this would be the perfect time to start the podcast, and I was afraid that there wouldn't be a lot of um, interest, and so I made that post, and so many of you were really encouraging and so sweet, and so we just want to thank you guys for taking time. I mean, everybody's so busy, and, and life is hectic and chaotic, so... We're just, if you got this far, like, we just want to say thank you that yes. you that you lasted as long as you did and, and for listening to us and being a part of our experiences. And, and um, yeah, I hope that this was entertaining and, again, therapeutic for you guys because that's sort of what we're trying to create here. So, thank you. Yeah, so we'll end it here. Um, just remember to be kind to people. And yes. Um, spread love yeah just just be nice to everybody um because that's all we want is uh just to be kind to to people give somebody a compliment oh my god if you're thinking I'm such a big proponent of that like if you're thinking something if you say it yeah if you see someone and you're like wow like her eyes are so pretty please tell them because that might be like the only nice thing that they hear yeah getting a random compliment it honestly is a mood changer yeah it'll totally Um, change your attitude and I'm really trying to get better about that about like when I go out in public the few times that I do um to just compliment at least one person. Just yes. be nice to people. Please be kind. Um, again, we hope you enjoyed this. And we're so excited to actually start this after talking about Yay. it for so, so long. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you guys uh, next week, Tuesday, next Tuesday. Yeah, take care of yourselves and be healthy and mm-hmm. treat yourself with kindness to oh not just other people. Please be kind be to yourself. Be sweet to yourself. Try to compliment yourself, like, in the morning when you're looking in the mirror and you're you know sometimes we just feel gross and that those days are going to happen but I think that if you can challenge yourself to be like you know what though my hair is on point today Mm -hmm. or something like that start your day out on a positive note and love yourself and love others give yourself a compliment every day totally even if it's just like you know what I love my eyes even though my (laughs) eyes never change today yeah. I, I love my eye color. The way that I did my eyeshadow is bomb. Yeah. So yeah, be nice to yourself, be nice to others, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks, guys. Bye. Love you.